0: bum bum yourself
1: hello everyone and welcome back to go help yourself a comedy self-help podcast to make life suck less this is the podcast where we explore anything and everything self-help we cover best-selling books we ask thought-provoking questions we have guest interviews you name it You just did. I did. (laughs) The voice that you're currently hearing is me, Lisa Linky, one of your hosts. The voice you're about to hear is Misty. (laughs) He's Misty Stimit, the other host. (laughs) The inimitable Misty Stimit.
0: Inimitable
1: Stimit. I love that. Inimitable Stimit.
0: Oh, this is because we couldn't figure out how to say inimitable yeah. or inimitable for a very long time. I just added 18 syllables. Misty,
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> we've got,
0: uh, we've got a, a thought-provoking question from you today. We do. Um, today's episode, it's actually one of my favorite formats, is I'm going to spring a question on Lisa mm-hmm. that she's never heard before so that we can... This <laughs> question has never been uttered on the planet Earth oh no you've heard it before oh okay damn it (laughs) um yeah so it's it's I'm going to basically spring this question on her in real time she does not have an answer prepared she does not know what I'm gonna ask Mm -hmm. and our conversation will be totally off the cuff Mm -hmm. but wow (laughs) she's as excited as I am um I want to highlight something for you before we dive in Is it that you've been telling me
1: how excited you are about this question?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Okay, It's also that, do you realize that we dropped the very first episode of Go Help Yourself on January 1st, 2019? Yes, I remember. So it has officially been, and I'm I'm including the break here because it's still been alive in our hearts and our minds. And it was still available. That's right. Go Help Yourself has been in the world for five
1: years. I was thinking 2023, but that's not the year we're in.
0: We're in 2024, <laughs> baby. <laughs> oh,
1: what does that even mean? I know,
0: it's like the time of year where you keep dating things with I still do years. 2020. I don't know what happens. No, no. I do sometimes. Oh. I really do. You it's guys bad. Lisa's fine. <laughs> She's totally fine.
1: <laughs> this is not a cry for help. Misty. Okay. What do you have for us today?
0: Okay, are you ready for your Je provoke? I'm just going to keep
1: vamping, yeah, keep, just keep, keep building, building it <laughs> up because if it doesn't, pro- if it doesn't uh, disappoint, it better not disappoint. Oh, it's going
0: to get really disappointing. <laughs> Everyone manage your expectations. <laughs> okay. Misty,
1: what is the thought provoking question of je, je dure the day? Right. What well, is the day? Well, Lisa, Lisa. Yes. What makes a good partner? I need everybody to know that the way Misty is looking at me is that she is expecting me to like be blown back. Against
0: no. the that's not at all. Maybe that's the energy I'm giving up, but my look is very stoic. No, it's, you've
1: you got like a little smirk in your eye. You look like the cat who ate the fucking canary and I love it.
0: Well, I think, okay. So the reason I wanted to ask this question is I think everybody, like we are all in relationships of some kind of or another. Yes. With our family, with our friends, maybe a romantic partner, coworkers, mm-hmm. our boss, mm-hmm. right? Like we are partnered to people sometimes whether we like it or not. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody... Could benefit from having more ease in those relationships or mm-hmm. just, you know, uh, but often it's just kind of like, okay, we're doing our best, but what do you think actually makes a good partner?
1: Well, let me throw a monkey wrench in right away by saying, oh boy, I don't know if we can have um, ease in some of those that we are partnered with without our consent. Because for me, a true partner. Partner is somebody who is actively looking out for my best interests.
0: Ooh, see, okay, so let's just assume mm-hmm. that this is a relationship that you yeah. want I mean, to make better. And could.
1: I, I have always said I would love a true partner, but to me, a true partner sees me as an equal and um, is invested in my my livelihood, my health, my happiness. My joy, mm. as much as they are theirs. Mm. <laughs> I love that. That was a Michael. What's his name from mm. where he goes? Mm. 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 Michael yeah. Barbaro. Yeah. Oh,
0: Michael Barbaro. I'm Michael Barbaro. Mm. Um, yeah. My inner monologue is mostly just grunts and sighs. <laughs> <laughs> No. Also, when you said Cross I've always wanted a true partner, I felt personally attacked because. <laughs> oh, I meant like you said romantic. Like no, a rom- oh. I, I said like family, like as oh. when it comes to like anybody you are just partnered with. So you named some really good things like looking out for your well-being, mm-hmm. your joy, mm-hmm. as much as you, sees that you're equals. Mm-hmm. Anything else come to mind? I mean, it doesn't hurt if they have a pool. That's right. (laughs) No,
1: I feel like (laughs) I I feel like this is why I think it's really hard because as human beings, I think it's hard to care about somebody as much as you care about yourself. That's right. Without becoming completely like codependent and their needs are more important than yours. Yeah. You're right. Which as women we are often trained to do that others' needs are more important than ours. But I also think it's hard as I am, uh, identify as heterosexual, that for men who've been raised in this country, it is, and around the world, it is very hard for them to truly, genuinely, at their root, acknowledge that my time and my ideas are as valuable and important as theirs. Right. Mm -hmm. So, and I see that in a lot of relationships, you know, where the expectation, this TikTok I sent to my friend, she said, this woman, she recently had a baby and she said, I just needed for my husband to realize that whenever he has time away, whenever he has free time, quote unquote, from family responsibilities, he goes to play golf. He goes to hang out with his friends. He goes mm. to a movie. He plays video games. Yep. She's like, I just needed him to recognize that when I have free time, yeah, I am doing basic self-care. Yeah, I am doing a shower. I am eating.
0: Right. I am taking a nap. Yeah.
1: We had very different experiences yeah. of quote unquote free time right and that is just inherently kind of built into our culture
0: yeah so yeah so i think it's
1: hard to have a like a true partner
0: yeah romantically maybe because again i'm talking about like and like friendships family even like our relationship well take that if it's a if it's yeah. a male female relationship yeah it's hard
1: even if it's co-workers. Colleagues, yeah, but friends. I'm ta- I'm talking
0: about us as partners. Yeah, I know. Yeah.
1: I am I'm, sa- I'm saying I think it's really hard especially if one of them is male or doesn't
0: value the other person's time Yeah, equally. sure, sure. So, I did not want to bring up this topic without backing it up with some research. Of course you didn't because I love research. Damn. <laughs> <Stamps. laughs> Oh, It's been a while. As we, <laughs> as old inside jokes come back, it just—they're all flat. It's all coming back. It's all coming. <laughs> Do I sound like Celine? Yes. Thank you. Great. Um, you can catch me in Vegas. <laughs> so, basically, what I did is I compiled. A This is my own amalgamation mm-hmm. of ideas from mm-hmm. John Gottman, mm-hmm. Sue Johnson, Esther Perel, Harville Hendricks, and Helen lekelly Le Hunt, mm-hmm. Gary Chapman, and Brene Brown mm-hmm. about what they have to say.
1: I put them all in a room and let them
0: fight to the death on who's right. That was it. Great. That what, was and it. And they each got to sort of like pick a blind, like blindly pick a weapon out mm-hmm. of a straw. Mm-hmm. And guess who won? Brede Brown. With a poinsettia. It was really, really wild. So we'll release that uh, video feed later. So these are, according to all of those relationship experts, Mm -hmm. some of the ingredients to make any relationship stronger. Okay. Any partnership stronger. Glue. That's it. That's it. Glue. Who is the glue? Number two. (laughs) So number one, effective communication skills. I mean, duh. The ability does that have to be said? Well, Lisa, it does because otherwise you're not being an effective communicator. Because right. that's the thing is you can't. I think the lesson I keep learning over and over in my life is that everyone has a different set of norms mm-hmm. that they are operating from, and mm-hmm. a different set of like. Well, isn't it obvious mm-hmm. that you unload the dishwasher the second it's done? Isn't it obvious that you? you know, separate the whites and the darks. And like, for me, I'm like, isn't it obvious that you just throw them all in at the same time? (laughs) Yeah. Just (laughs) use cold water. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Um, so it's, I do think it is important to state what you think is obvious, but basically effective communication skills, the ability to communicate openly, honestly, and respectfully. Yeah. This is why partnerships don't work. Yeah, nobody can do that. Well, you can also communicate (laughs) openly and honestly, but you're like, I freaking hate it when you leave your dishes in this. And it's like, well, that's not good. The respectful Mm -hmm. has to be there too. And by the way, nothing I say is going to be like rocket science, but what I think is important here is that it is, this list is like greater than the sum of its parts. What a beautiful way to say that.
1: Do you see how I was effectively communicating to you? I was open, I was honest, I was
0: respectful everybody lean in closely. Lisa, plug your ears. It felt manipulative. I heard that. Oh my God. Okay. Number two. So number one, effective communication skills. Number two, emotional responsiveness. Why? (laughs) No, not getting triggered. Okay. Um, being attuned to and responsive to your partner's emotional needs. That's tough for some people. It really is, and this is going to come up a couple of times because I think one of the big things—I oh, can't remember if it's Harville Hendrix or John Gottman mm-hmm. who said this—but it's you can like all you can pretty accurately predict the success of a couple mm-hmm. of based on the amount of cues that are answered. Mm. So if somebody's like, hey, look at this thing I did, mm-hmm. you know, or hey, let me show you this thing, or mm-hmm. ooh, I'm cold. Like, can you hand me a blanket? Like, the number of times that you give your partner, aka your friend or your family <laughs> member, attention. Why are you rolling your <laughs> because eyes? Because I'm like, get a fucking blanket if you're always cold. Sit okay, down with the blanket. Okay, it was a bad example, Lisa. Okay, everyone... Partner with Lisa. No,
1: you're right. I understand. And I think it was John Gottman who said that because I don't think Carvel Hendricks was in. He's more about the um, healing the past relationships, the past wounds. That's right. So John Gottman with that one.
0: He got me with that one. That's right. Oh, thank you. (laughs) John got me. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay. So that's number two. So we've got effective communication skills, emotional responsiveness. Number three, building and maintaining trust. Yeah. This is a biggie. So prioritizing trustworthiness and integrity in the relationship. Yeah. So this is really tricky because I think a lot of times we come across people where we're like, uh, and I'm just going to use dating as an example, or you could use it for friendship too, where you're like, oh, I really enjoy spending time with that person. They're very exciting to me. I feel good when I'm in their company, but then they're not like reliable Mm -hmm. or maybe what they say they're going to do doesn't match up with their actual actions Mm -hmm. etc and it doesn't build and maintain trust
1: now you're getting into harville Hendrix territory because who was the primary caretaker who did that
0: to you thank you and lisa if you know so much about harville Hendrix, why have you not covered this book on the podcast because i just didn't (laughs) There's an emotional <coughs> toll to hosting their the show. Relatives. Listen, okay. So number four, mm-hmm. maintaining emotional connection. I know what, why. why do this is you why I say relationships
1: like are a full-time job, and I got
0: they time are. For that. They are. Who, Who has t- time for that on top of their full-time job? I listen for uh, for everyone listening. My deepest wish is that as you are dating, you continue to ask yourself, "Is this additive?" to my life. Or because addictive. <laughs> I can yeah, that's a <laughs> actually cuts really deep. Thanks. Um, no, it's okay. But it is a ton of work. It mm-hmm. means you compromising your needs or setting mm-hmm. aside some of your needs for your partner sometimes. Mm-hmm. It is a huge investment. So like This is why it's important to be like, is this person building and maintaining trust? Is this actually additive? It's It's a little bit of a
1: dilemma, right? Because you can put invest all of this emotional energy and whatnot and time and space and attentiveness, but there's no guarantee you'll get it back. So that's why they're building the trust over time. Mm. But I mean, we all know of relationships, both work, you know, romantic friendships that just suddenly end yeah whether by death or something else and right. so there is a fear of investing all this and not getting the reciprocation
0: that's right and also i think it's about like as you as you are investing i'll just speak for my own experience here which is sometimes when you get in the routine of a thing it just feels good to have a routine mm-hmm. and to know like, oh yes, I'm going out with that person on Friday night, or I typically spend X number of days with this person. Mm-hmm. And it can just feel good to be like, no, I know how I'm spending my days and it feels good to da da up. But when you kind of zoom out and you go, but is this actually making my life easier, mm-hmm. better, more joyful, mm-hmm. more peaceful, mm-hmm. peaceful is a big one. Um, so yeah, that's, that's a big one. So um, maintaining emotional connection, we are talking valuing and fostering emotional intimacy and connection with your partner. Mm-hmm. So if you, you, I mean, we've all been there where we're, we're maybe spending a lot of time with somebody, even just a coworker at the office, et cetera. And it feels like you're spending a lot of time together, but you're not actually connecting. Mm-hmm. So it matters the quality time. And this is where something like a weekly date night could come in, or if it's a friend or family member, having regular activities that you do together Mm -hmm. that you can actually bond over, Mm -hmm. talk about, eye contact, you know, put the phones down and be human beings with each other. Make pottery on one wheel facing each other. (laughs) Honestly, I'd just be so impressed. Right. Yeah. And then you'd be a viral sensation and then you'd start a business. And we do it with
1: oh my
0: love my darling right from ghost watch out for lisa Linky's debut album later
1: in 2024 called pottery wheel performances <laughs> slow songs staring straight into the camera while i manipulate clay an audio intimacy production
0: <laughs> so number
1: five conflict resolution skills Jesus, this is exa- I don't want to be a partner to anybody this is
0: exhausting I mean we also do all of these things you and I fine we do and I love you and it's great um <laughs> it sounds great so great <laughs> so here's the thing like conflict comes up right mm-hmm. but it's most of it is it's like fighting well fighting in for the friendship the relationship mm-hmm. the relationship with your family member but it's also about repair repair yeah. matters almost more than the conflict sometimes <sighs> Yeah. So this is also about each person kind of doing their individual work to have the capacity to navigate conflicts and find mutually satisfactory resolutions. I see
1: how all of these things are interconnected
0: as well because
1: you're not going to be good at resolving conflict if you're not good at communication.
0: And you're not going to want to resolve conflict if you don't care about the person like you were saying and foster intimacy and all of those things. So it's interesting because if you feel a relationship or a friendship breaking down you could probably look kind mm-hmm. of upstream to one of these things so yeah that's a big one mm-hmm. um number six recognition of love languages and it's not just about the love languages. Well, i know who
1: wrote that one
0: gary chapman <laughs> we love that check out our episode on that but um the love languages also it's not just about those i think but kind of a broader thing is like love the person in the way they want to be loved. Yeah. You know, like I I know that you love certain types of gifts, so I am going to get you those gifts, not what I am into, mm-hmm. right? I'm going to mm-hmm. get you the things you enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, So love the person the way they want to be loved. Which is why Misty
1: gave, gave me a, a herd of puppies, a herd, an entire herd a of herd. puppies for Christmas. Yes. Also- and our backyard is turned into... <laughs> Uh, uh, just a big puppy play
0: pile what are some of the other ones there's a murder of crows mm-hmm. a flamboyance of flamingos and maybe my favorite of ravens no I can't yeah no I can't these scientists are out of control <laughs> are they scientists what do you call the the scientist <laughs> names animals I
1: was just waiting. do you remember that was the scientist by Coldplay that's right I think if we call them scientists, I think they're biologists. That's
0: it. It's they're okay. In the same way that all Macs are computers, but not all computers are Macs. I think we can agree that all biologists are scientists, but not all scientists are bio you get what I'm saying. I really appreciate your conflict resolution skills there. <sighs> These are the kinds of things <laughs> that you come to the podcast for. Or a, if you
1: come to our house, this is the kind of things you'll hear nonstop. That's right.
0: There's only three more things. Oh, okay. my God. I can, I'm already it's exhausted. I'm <clears> trying <throat> to give you the tool. I just want everybody
1: to know if you partner with me, I'm not going to be hitting all these marks. Lisa's an incredible partner.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. She's incredibly emotionally attuned. She what? means all my bins for affection. <laughs> I do that. Amazing uh, communication skills, conflict resolution. You do all this. Um, valuing autonomy mm-hmm. and individual growth and needs. Yes. Like you were saying at the beginning, don't be codependent.
1: Yeah. And also allow this person to grow and change, I think is also what that's saying.
0: Yes. Like balancing each of your individual identities and the growth within the context of the relationship. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like, but something that I learned from a brilliant couples therapist is back in the day. Is turning this concept of turning me into we, because so many people are actually just two individuals who are dating each other, even if it's been years and years, as opposed to viewing themselves as a unit. So this kind of switch of mind frame, because I, you know, I would be in couples therapy with my ex partner and he would want something and I would want something different. And we had no idea how to resolve that. It was just like, well, what, what do you do? And the shift is really helpful. Instead of viewing it as, well, this is what I want and this is what Misty wants, you then shift to, well, what is best for us as a unit? So like, say, Lisa, like I wanted to move to another part of town. Bye. (laughs) Done. Resolved. (laughs) And we're now in a long distance partnership. Excellent problem solving skills. It's that. It's that. So... You can you can actually think like, oh, okay, Misty wants to move to another part of town because that will actually save her an hour commute mm-hmm. each way, mm-hmm. which means that she will have two hours a day more to invest in, mm-hmm. I don't know, our, our business mm-hmm. or whatever, which means we will make more money, have more ease, can hire help, that will help me with, blah. like, you just have to look at it as a holistic unit instead of just what I want. And then you may realize, like, or you may realize, oh, if I get what I want, it actually affects my partner in a really negative way and therefore affects the unit in a really negative way. Unit. Wow, everybody. <laughs> We're available for voiceover work. Unit. for horror For horror films. Do you like your unit? Oh, my god unsubscribe asking. asking if people
1: like their partner okay Shit.
0: the la- the last two uh oh my god there's so many there's so many i know i should have just done 5 but i wanted to be comprehensive okay here we go vulnerability and authenticity oh fuck off i know we know
1: <laughs> we know just, no. <clears throat> all of these things kind of lead to that for sure
0: well, yeah. And also like you can be doing all these things, but if you are not being vulnerable to say, here's what I want, here's what I wish for, and here's who I truly am, mm-hmm. you're stifling it down, then it's it's probably not a great partnership. Or yeah. you don't feel safe in it, or you know, you can take a look at that. But you know, basically this is the idea that if you want to you, Lisa, want to walk around in your I am enough sweater and no pants on and sunglasses. I'm going to support that. I'm going to celebrate that. I'm going to say that's your authenticity, my queen. Also, you get to have boundaries though. I could also be like, that's your authenticity. You got to let me know so I can go in my room. (laughs) This is the thing.
1: This is why I say it takes so much work because this can be done, but Mm. it's a constant negotiation. It never stops.
0: That's right. And honestly requires a mastery
1: of skills and a mass massive amount of energy it does which sometimes in your life you can't have so I guess I'm on the on the side of team you can't always be a good partner <laughs> yeah right because sometimes you're sick or you're going through a crisis or all of these things and I, I think I'm I'm railing against the capitalistic idea of doing it all perfectly
0: are you ready for me to blow your mind oh my god tell me You could also apply these to yourself.
1: Misty, I don't like when you do that. I don't want to apply that to myself.
0: I don't want to spend time with myself. You could journal for your effective communication skills and make sure you're being honest with yourself. You could be emotionally attuned to yourself and responsive when you need tender self-care. I know. No, I'm serious. You can maintain an emotional connection with yourself by taking yourself on dates. You can build trust by making promises to yourself and keeping them.
1: I feel like you really sucker punched us with that one. I don't I did.
0: like it. I don't like it. Listen, you set it up and I knocked it down. Well,
1: call me a bowling pin and smack me around an alley.
0: All right. Lean closer. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then, you know, the very last one is just empathy and emotional support. Sure. Again, I feel like that's not, a little low on the list. Not. Yeah, that's right. Not mind blowing. <laughs> Honestly, bringing a level of warmth to your relationships. Like, check this out. If if you go, say, hey, Misty. Hey, Misty. What? Say it again. Hey, Misty. What?
1: Try it a third time. Hey, Misty.
0: What? (laughs)
1: Yep, that's what I wanted <laughs> That's so
0: different So and that is it That's it for today's episode That's what we think Makes that's a good partner it, she says It's just that easy it's, That's
1: it Well so, I, I got news for you It's not well, just that easy It's very hard And I'm really um, grateful That you brought these To the table Thank you I'm excited to see the video Of all of these greats These relationship experts Battling it out That's right With random that objects That
0: point really does a number On yeah. John Gottman Let's just say that <laughs> um, Also so if we missed anything about partnership, tell us. You can <laughs> reach us and uh, I want to know. I'm asking loves for a comprehensive
1: friends. coverage. So let her know
0: where there's holes. I, I'm checking all the I's, dotting all the T's, poking all the holes. There we go. Well, listen, also, we have a newsletter. We do. Please head over to gohelpyourself.co go to sign up for the, for the newsletter. It is Short and potent self-help tips delivered to your inbox weekly. We are not trying to take up your time. We are trying to save you time. Get on it. And with that, life is, is
1: abundant. Go Help Yourself was produced by Misty Stinnett and Lisa Linky.
0: It sure was.
1: <laughs> Original music by Matt Sav should be an Emmy Award winner someday. I hope so. Watch for him. Yeah. If you'd like to get in touch with us, email us at GoHelpYourselfPodcast at gmail.com Goodbye. Bye.